Alright. Go for it. Amazing. So for those who just joined in the recording, <laughs> we are talking again. So the series I'll be before you do, and today we're talking about being like Christ, which is building on what we've talked about in terms of being with God and being yourself and now being like Christ. So this one, can everyone see who this that is? Elvis? Who is that? Elvis? It looks like Elvis. It looks like Elvis, right? It's it's a it's a man impersonating Elvis, right? right? Wow. This is his, his, well, I guess not his day job because it's you know, it's a night show. So that's that's his job. He gets dressed up. He goes on the stage. He sings the song. And the idea, of course, being that people who are fans of Elvis or familiar with Elvis will come and say, "Wow, like." That was so much like the real thing. Like that was so cool. He had the moves, and I, I watched it. You know, a few videos of people. I couldn't get it, anything embedded, but I'm honestly not really like a big Elvis fan. Um, so it, I'm like a bad judge of who's like a good Elvis person. They all look a little over the top to me. But you know, in the comments, there are some people who are like, "Oh my goodness!" There was somebody who was like, "I think that Elvis lives inside this person." You know, like, <laughs> like this is so realistic. This was an actual YouTube comment on one person. I'm like, "Wow, um, that's, that's incredible." Um, he has he has the outfit. Some of them had you know the the, the moves and the subtle mannerisms and the, the sound of the voice, and you're like, "Wow, that's that's incredible." And you wonder, okay, so this person is, is for this moment, they're, they're being like Elvis. And then they get off the stage, and they go home. And how do you think they raise their kids? How do you think he treats his wife? How do you think he interacts with his manager, his coworkers, his fellows? Do you think that those people look and they're like, this guy's like Elvis? Odds are, he probably turns it off, right? <laughs> yeah. He probably puts on the suit, and he's there, and he does his performance, and he acts like Elvis, yeah. but he's not trying to be like Elvis. Right, right. He's not trying to allow this persona to really inform the way that he lives his life, his day-to-day -day life. This is something that he does when it seems like this is, it's Elvis time. He turns it on. And then now it's time to be whoever he is, Sean, maybe. One of the guys named Sean, maybe this is Sean, I don't know. He's like, okay, now it's Sean time, and he's Sean. And the challenge is sometimes we could be tempted to be like that. Mm. To be, okay, I go into church, now it's Jesus time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you come in, you do your Jesus thing, and then you're like, okay, now it's Julian time. Mm. Act however I act. Or, you know, you have a coworker, and then they say something that sounds like they might be interested in knowing God, and then you're like, it's Jesus time. <laughs> you know? like, no, I gotta figure out how to, like, you know, reach out to you and help you know God or whatever, and then, you know, and afterwards you're like, okay, no, it's no, it's really not. No, we're, we're, not we're not having a Bible study. We're not talking about spiritual things anymore. We're just talking about the weather, la, 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 and now you get the Julian version of me. Or, you know, you're in whatever conflict that you're in with someone, and you're like, mm, Jesus time? No. Julian time. <laughs> like, this, is, this, is, this is too challenging to try to turn Jesus time on right now. I'm not yeah, ready yeah. for it. This, you know, someone else comes in and is like, well, you know, I'm, I'm not Jesus. I'm just me. Hmm. But we're called to not just do the things that Jesus does mm -hmm. or to act like Jesus when it's convenient or when it seems like the time, but yeah. to be mm. like Jesus. It's a much higher calling than any impersonator or actor. Yeah. Right? So yeah. we're, we're going to look a little bit at this idea. Aha. So in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, I just took the first here. Paul has a really strong idea of what it means to respond to who Jesus. We've been talking about um, on Sunday, you know, preparing for you know the cross and the resurrection, and this plays really huge in his understanding of what it means for us to to be in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, in chapter two, in verse twenty. He says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I think that's so much deeper than, than just saying, you know, okay, like I, I do Jesus-y things. Mm -hmm. But he says, I no longer live. I'm 
I'm not, I know you're looking and you see Paul here, but really Christ is the one that's living in me. There's a, there's a depth to his understanding of like, I'm trying when people look at me to really see Christ's life repeated <laughs> in me and that I keep passing on and teaching to others that, okay, I want you to see Christ's life passed on through the people who are imitating me. Um, so go ahead and look at Second Corinthians 5. It's another instance where Paul goes into the impact of Jesus' death and resurrection on our identity. And starting in verse 14, he says, For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was mm -hmm. raised again. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? He says, so from now on, mm -hmm. we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. Mm -hmm. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The thing I love about what Paul shares here is that he's not talking about becoming the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's talking about something completely yeah, yeah, new. Yeah. Yeah. The old is gone. Mm -hmm. The new is here. Mm -hmm. That yeah. the, the, this is a complete transformation, right? It's not behavior modification we're talking about. We're mm -hmm. talking about being like Christ. We're talking about a complete overhaul in who you are, in the way that you regard the world and the way you regard other people and the way you regard Christ himself. That's what he says. We regard no one from a worldly point of view. There's a complete shift in perspective that yeah. happens as a result. Mm -hmm. And what I think is really cool is then at the end, he says, God mm -hmm. made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in whom we might become the righteousness of God. Mm -hmm. There's still a sense of like, this is your, this is your essence. This is who you are. This isn't just what you do, but you, you're going to become the righteousness of God. Mm -hmm. There's so much depth there that yeah. isn't captured in just saying, okay, you know, now when we think of living for Christ, are we really thinking of embodying Christ in us throughout our lives day to day in, in the way that we think that then fuels the way that we act? Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think as we, as we look at these scriptures and we think about the way that I know we can live out of Christianity, what do you think is the difference, if you can be there in terms of examples from your life or, or what you read from the scriptures in doing, doing for Christ and being like Christ? How would you know the difference? Seems like what if my automatic response is what I am being. You know, it's not something that think about what am I doing and, and giving myself the chance to put on an act, you know, so if, you know, my neighbor's next door and if I'm trying to, to be like Christ, I'm going to be thinking about her and what she might need and I'm not going to be thinking about how I look or mm. how I'm coming across. Mm -hmm. You know, like giving myself the chance to put out an act, but mm -hmm. to be the real essential who I am inside, which hopefully is like Christ. Mm -hmm. So that's, I guess that's the difference for me. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's the difference between the Pharisees and like the Apostle Peter, 
you know, the Pharisees, they were doing all the right things, but the, Jesus said that they were like, they were like tombstones, you know, mm -hmm. beautiful on the outside, inside full of everything unclean. Mm -hmm. No greater insult probably in the Jewish mm -hmm. culture of the time. And, you know, Peter was given the keys of the kingdom, and, you know, he, he was doing out of his sense of I am aiming to be like Christ mm -hmm. be like God and the Pharisees were doing out of just a, a totally different you know frame of mind I think that they were doing to get to the location or the providence of God's blessing but not because they wanted to be with God. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they they were in a lot of ways they can look similar, I feel, because you you're doing the same things but mm -hmm. the heart behind it is very different. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. Does that put up any yeah. We are created in his image but I believe we need to train our mind to be like him. Mm -hmm. If our nature goes completely against what, uh, what he is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I find, you know, personally that you have to take your mindset is where you put your heart and soul that determines, you know, how close to Christ you are. Because mm -hmm. I mean, we know that you, you were created in his image. Right? It doesn't mm -hmm. say that. That we have him inside of us to train. You know, just like you get trained for any job, mm -hmm. you have to train yourself to think that way. Because the world around us makes you go in the total opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And just the challenges I've had in the last few weeks, it's, that's been basically it. Mm -hmm. My survival, my faith has been the training the mind to think mm -hmm. in that manner. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to just go. Yep. Yeah. No matter how long you're in Christ, you know, it's really easy to just, you know, sort of stick to neutral or going to, you know, self reacting to sinful nature, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Training your mind, you know, really helping your mind to stay in that, in that track. Yeah. You know, how to do that way. Thanks for sharing. Mm -hmm. I have an example from today that's fresh on my mind. Um, <coughs> I, the difference between, like, you know, being and doing. Um, I was, uh, Rocky was sleeping and Judah was jumping on the bed in his room. And I, I was, do you want to stay up here for quiet rest time or do you want to go downstairs? He was like, I want to stay up here. I was like, okay. So I went and got my Bible, came back and I was laying on the bed and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to read. This is what I try to do <laughs> during this time. And he was like, literally jumping on the bed, you know, and then like trying to play with me and like crawling under the covers that I'm laying on and like jumping out and surprising me and I was so mad at him. You know, I was like, stop it, I'm trying to read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> like, as I said it, you know, I was like, ah. like, this <laughs> is not good. Like, yes, I am trying to read the Bible, but if I'm mad at you, yeah. like, that obviously is not, you know, what I want to convey to you. And it just, it just jumped out at me like, okay, I need to chill out here. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I am trying to do a good thing, you yeah. know, but mm -hmm. am I, like, my heart trying to be like Jesus, mm -hmm. like, rather than just trying to do, like, the right thing or what I need to do. Um, right. So that was really, yeah, that was really challenging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you made me think of childhood experience that probably could be related to this. It's like we love jumping out of beds and, well, we'll, we'll break them. There was one time I complained that we're jumping in the beds and we go into, you know, front their bedroom and we start jumping in the bed both flat busters. The mm -hmm. mattress went down, we rolled towards the wall, that's where the head sits at, and we could just hear the hollering in the back of the house, and we're scrambling trying to figure out where we're gonna hide. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what we thought, I'll never forget, like, we were like, oh yeah, no, it's not gonna break. Bam! We both rolled down, and my sister and I look at each other like, we need to hide. <laughs> Kids are the same from time immemorial. <laughs> yeah, no matter what, yeah, but that's just made me think of that memory. I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. Like we stayed hidden where we were for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
examples and these thoughts. I'm so grateful for you guys sharing. Um, <coughs> I, I think all of it's really helpful. I think I, I keep coming back mentally to the way you shared it, Ellen. I think it was a really great illustration of like, you know, if you're if you're thinking I just want to do Jesus things, you're looking to like, okay, what's gonna make my neighbor think that I care about her? Let me do this, you know, because the, like, how can I look good to her? Look yeah. like a good Christian to her, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you're thinking be like Christ, like you said, you're really thinking like, okay, what does she need? Mm -hmm. How can I find out like what she what she needs and how I can genuinely help and how I can love. And I think there is some space where, especially when you're training your mind, right, mm -hmm. that there is some raw obedience that goes into it at the beginning a lot of the times. You're like, all right, I, my heart is not, I don't feel the warm fuzzies, but like, <laughs> let me do the thing. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that you are grown, you can't stay there. Mm -hmm. right. That there's a maturity that comes where you're like, I'm doing this in hopes that <coughs> I'm training myself to get, break past that initial yep. inertia. Mm -hmm. and get to a space of understanding mm -hmm. why does Jesus care like sometimes I do stuff I'm like why did why does Jesus want me to care about this or mm -hmm. whatever and so you're like I'm just gonna do the thing mm -hmm. and then sometimes in the midst of it in the midst of serving in the midst of loving in the midst of denying yourself if you put yourself in the space of like I'm looking for the heart of Christ he'll reveal it to you yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but if we go in thinking like I'm just here to clock in on my Christian duty and then clock out <laughs> and then like good luck guys yeah then that's what you'll end up doing yeah, yeah. Um, and it'll be a job to you and it'll be yep. not encouraging yeah. to you and ultimately yep. I think people usually are able to sniff out mm -hmm. the, the mercenary yeah. part mm -hmm. of like I'm, listen, I'm just trying to get to heaven you're like <laughs> okay yeah. like, glad I could be your little Mario yeah. token on your way to <laughs> the pearly gates yeah um, I think it's just a good example when you put the human the Samaritan woman in the well mm -hmm. or one who walked yeah. into the temple and found that it was a marketplace you know, taking the time to to think through the situation before mm -hmm. reacting. Yeah. 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 So that just reminds me of Jesus human too. Mm -hmm. Even though he was divine. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus' consistency is fired up. <laughs> he knew what he was about. Um and so really want to impress on us this idea that the mind and heart of Christ is what powers the hands and feet of Christ. Mm -hmm. So we think about being mm -hmm. the body. Yeah. Of Christ, right? We're thinking about it being our head. That this isn't, you know, disembodied bodies. They don't, they don't do very much, right? Mm -hmm. And if they do, it's kind of like, you know, you can use maybe puppet <clears throat> arms. But the idea that okay, if we want to be really the body of Christ, we want to do yeah. what Christ mm -hmm. did in His full power, right? We have to have the mind and the heart of Christ. We have to make that our aim and that our priority, even mm -hmm. in the midst of you know, serving and doing, there's so much that we could get connect deep in. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying, you know, okay, now everybody go retreat to, you know, the various woods and take, like, it, it is something that's learned by doing, mm -hmm. but that we don't lose sight of what the point is, which is yeah. that, okay, we're going to, from the inside out, become mm -hmm. like Christ. And so I saw one example that um, we've talked about um, a lot that I think is great, um, again, um, that, I can see Paul working through this idea and kind of giving an example of what that looks like. If we look at Philippians chapter 2, kind of famous example here. This is further on the practical side. If you're looking for something practical. Um, Philippians chapter 2. And so as Paul writes to the church in Philippi, he says, starting in verse 5, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And what I think about is cool about this is that when Paul wants to teach this lesson to the Philippians about having true humility, he doesn't go up and say, well, Jesus said, be humble, and so do it, you know? Um, and here are the ways in which you are going to be humble, and in this scenario, you do this, and in this scenario, you do that, and this is how you know that your humility has reached whatever levels. But he looks and he's like, look at what Christ did. And based off what he did, 
how can we understand what his mindset was, how he thought of himself, how he thought of himself in relationship to the Father, and knowing what we know about the Father and, and, and Christ, that they're equally God, the fact that he made himself subservient tells you so much mm. about his humility, that this isn't a matter of I'm humble because I am inherently inferior, but because I've chosen <clears throat> to submit to mm. you. So that should be our mindset, is mm. that we go into situations that we don't think, okay, well, you know, it's one thing if I have to be humble, but you look and you're like, I'm equal to you or I'm above you in this way. Okay, I'm not going to worry about that mm. because Jesus, in, who has the most right out of anyone to pull rank on anybody, mm -hmm. said, I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to make myself a servant. I'm going to take myself from the highest heights and take myself to the lowest of lows. And even among people, he was considered a criminal. He like, which is crazy. He didn't even come and was like <clears throat> heralded as a king among humanity, but he made himself even the lowest of, mm. of people here, dying the death on a cross and how shameful that was at that time. And so like he looks and he's like, okay, so based off of that, what's what's the mindset? What's mm. the thought process? What's the perspective? And he encourages the church in Philippi to, based off of that example, to say, okay, not just do these humble things, but think these humble thoughts, mm. have this humble posture, have this humble perspective wherever you go. And he, and he says, in your relationships with one another, not even something specific. He does go mm -hmm. into more specifically in some examples and some people who are struggling to be in unity <laughs> later on. But he's like, I, I, I wanna set the scene for you. So this is what we're looking to do in our lives, to be able to look <clears throat> when, we're, when we're spending our time being with God and, and sitting in his presence, really seeking to okay god help me to think the way that you think help me mm -hmm. to help me to understand the way that you understand things and have your perspective yeah. and to have your heart towards people towards like the way i view myself so that mm -hmm. i can really be like you mm -hmm. um another yeah. example that i love that's like mm -hmm. this is about as practical as it's gonna get guys mm -hmm. um in romans chapter 12 also a classic. So in Romans chapter 12, in verse 1, it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So again, like our bodies are involved. What you do is involved. That's part of it. He says you, you, need, to have, you need to have our minds transformed. We need to have our minds renewed in order to understand God's will. We need to seek that out. And what's cool is that then later on in this chapter, he starts giving some specific things for the Romans to do, where he talks about loving and, you know, not being proud and not being conceited mm -hmm. and not repaying evil for evil. And he's giving some practicing hospitality. He's mm -hmm. giving these things that are mm -hmm. practical things, but I'm convinced that that comes out of him yeah. saying the beginning, but these things aren't just things that you're, you're just doing because you're like, okay, here's my checklist. Uh, practice hospitality. Okay, did that today. Doop. Uh, okay, live at peace. All right. Uh, don't do revenge. All right. Didn't take revenge. But like, oh, your mind. When your mind is renewed, when you're able to conform to God's thinking instead of the world's thinking, and continuously return to God's thinking instead of the world's thinking, this is going to yeah. be the fruit of that. You're going to see these things, and you're not going to need necessarily a checklist, but it's going to be okay. This is what characterizes your life. And as I read that list, if you, you know, glance through, like in verses um, 9 through 21, and it goes through all those things about, you know, how, how, how to show sincere love. Mm -hmm. These are all things I'm like, I saw Jesus do that. Mm -hmm. I remember Jesus doing that. I remember Jesus mm -hmm. doing that. And you're like, this is where he got it from. It didn't, mm -hmm. He didn't pull it from the sky in like mm -hmm. a weird mystical fashion. Mm -hmm. But it's like, man, if you walk with Christ, if you, and you walk with him with the intention of, let me really be like you let me live embody who you are in my life you're gonna look and say oh well of course should i 
curse those who persecute me? What did Christ do mm. when he was being persecuted? No, he, he blessed, right? What did he do when people were mourning? He mourned with them, right? What did he do when, you know, people were rejoicing, even though people looked and they're like, why are you out here hanging out with these sinners? You know, he's like, hey, they're rejoicing, I'm rejoicing, we're spending this time together. He saw that through Christ, and it's, <clears throat> it's something that I think if we can embrace that and really figure out how to um, continually live that out, we're going to have not just lives that reflect Christ's life, but we're going to have a deep and abiding joy in that mm-hmm. and a deep and abiding peace in that because it's not going to be pretend, it's not going to be an act, it's not yeah. going to be a job, it's not going to be clock in, clock out, but it's going to be a transformation from the inside out where we're going to see, man, like, isn't it good to be the way that God designed us to be, like you said, Lord, as we're made in his image, right? And so embracing, like, this this is who God made us mm-hmm. to be, to reflect his image in that way, and how encouraging it's going to be when other people are able to see the kingdom of God and to cast that vision for how he's planned, just like it said in Second Corinthians, to reconcile all of creation to himself. Mm-hmm. And that's something we're able to be ambassadors for mm-hmm. because we're not just doing like Jesus, but being mm-hmm. like yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So I had two reflection yeah. questions I'd like us to try to think about, to share about, um, if you would. So one is, what is an area where you struggle to have the mind of Christ, and how can you renew your mind? Mm-hmm. So, anyone would like to share? There's no pressure to share. <laughs> but if you think, and you're like, oh, I got something. No pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think lately I've just been really convicted about just how insecure I am. Um, mm. I carry a lot of insecurities that I don't often fully acknowledge, mm. but I start like, usually at nighttime, like I start getting this anxiety and I'm like, where is this coming from? Mm. Oh, I'm really insecure about how I came across mm. in this conversation, or I'm really insecure about um, what this person thinks about me in this way, or maybe the judgments that they might, and I'm like, having all these thoughts mm-hmm. and I'm like and and so just convicted that my insecurity puts the focus on me and not on Jesus mm-hmm. you know and when I am so insecure I am not having the mind of Christ there's no room for him to for me to have his eyes and mm-hmm. his you know heart for others if I'm so worried about what other people think of me mm-hmm. um and anyway so that's something that I really truly want to repent from um I feel like I just really need the Holy Spirit's power to like help me overcome that mm-hmm. um and I guess even just I need to be more open about it now that I'm becoming aware and really just kind of like diligently put that to death um but yeah I'm finding that that's really hard for me also Mm -hmm. like my fear I feel very fearful about a lot of things um and that also is not um allowing me to you know be um be like Christ you know there's there's again it just totally causes me to uh, kind of not embrace the power mm-hmm. of Christ being able to work through mm-hmm. in through me and all through every situation in my life. Just that mm-hmm. his, you know, God's presence is powerful and his work is never ending. And yeah, when I'm really of the, that heart and mind, there's not room for those things. Mm-hmm. And so I need to Anyways, that's another mm. thing that I need to work on. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah.
<laughs> I don't mind sharing myself. Um, I think one area I'm becoming more aware of, um, I can appear humble, but I'm really not. Um, and realizing, like, when I look through the examples of Jesus, especially, you know, reading through the account of him before the Sanhedrin, all these things, how he did not feel the need to defend himself. You know, there was, like, this confidence in his, you know, in his identity and who God said that he was and what his purpose was and that he didn't need to answer to these people. Um, and I'm like, man, in that situation, I would get really hot. Like, I, I hate being misunderstood and I, I hate being put in a bad light. And even sometimes in situations, I'm not even gonna say sometimes, a lot of times in situations I look and I'm like, oh, that was my fault. I still feel the need to be like really defensive <laughs> and to kind of like, if I'm caught off guard with like someone giving me some feedback, mm -hmm. like my knee-jerk reaction is to like, be like well, like, and, and I, I, I realize and I'm like, okay, I want to take a, a step back and not do that, mm -hmm. but I want to take a step deeper and like not think like that, mm -hmm. like not, like not just like, okay, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and right, go right. Man, before the shooters of silence, mm -hmm. okay, just be mm -hmm. quiet but to have a heart of peace and yeah, really to yeah. have a, a heart of of being able to say like okay i can receive this input i can filter it i mm -hmm. can determine okay what's genuine what's not genuine but not feel the need of like okay i need to prove something or i need to yeah. defend something and yeah. and potentially shut down what god is doing because yeah. i'm afraid of mm -hmm. how someone might perceive me or even of accepting it myself like oh i messed up like yeah
um, you know, he's, he is dependable and um, keeps his promises and honest and like loyal and like all of the things and more that I, I saw and loved in my friend Ben. And so, um, so over time, the, the weight Ben has on my heart has gotten much smaller. I used to physically feel that I had a heavy heart. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel that heaviness, <coughs> but it's like I still miss him. Um, so, mm -hmm. that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I will. I'll start counting. Feel free. <laughs> I have. I have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. That's why I remember it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this is my interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, so, thinking about your second uh, question, mm -hmm. yeah. that's amazing. I can't see it. <laughs> 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 have you seen victories? Seen victories. Victory. Yeah. When you started talking about being defensive, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Clarkson, you were talking about that, right? I, I recognize that because that's how I, I, I don't seem like I come across that way, but inside, mm -hmm. that's how I come across, mm -hmm. especially with my husband. Mm -hmm. um, that's my Achilles heel in that way, because I, I recognize that he is kind of a fighter in his, in his way he interacts with people. And always got to be right and so mm -hmm. I have my whole life with him just submitted and um, been putting myself under and not giving him the chance to um, to really win that battle because if you don't fight then you can't win right mm -hmm. but lately I have noticed myself not being willing to do that, you know, I'm like kind of responding in my own fight. Mm -hmm. And so that's not worked too well for me. And um, I've noticed that I, I'm trying to be more humble and I get really aggravated when somebody does something that is an act to humiliate me. I've noticed the difference between from the inside out when you when you're trying to be more humble versus somebody's doing things mm -hmm. that um, are an effort to humiliate you. I'm not saying that my husband is doing that at all. Mm -hmm. I think he's really a great husband generally. Um, but where I was going with that is that it's helped me out to dig deep inside and um, really try to take on the nature of Christ because like in Philippians 2, he took on the nature of a servant himself. Mm -hmm. He wasn't waiting for somebody else to make him do something. He, he didn't didn't produce in him, or at least it's not recorded, so he was defensive about it. Mm -hmm. You know, he wasn't arguing about it. He, of course, he was honest about not wanting to do it and seeing if there was another way. Mm -hmm. But um, <coughs> that's probably not making a whole lot of sense, but <laughs> I feel like it's, it's helped me just to reflect what is deep inside me when I want to fight with him? Mm. And why am I defensive? It's because, you know, I want my own way. Mm. And I'm not trying to really be unified. Mm. I'm not trying to make myself nothing. Like, what, what's the most important thing to do? Is, is it to have my own way? You know, that's probably the least important thing. But, um, I don't know, that's a whole lot of rambling about not making 
You always, um, you probably can assert to this, I mean, I feel that you're always the daughter no matter what age you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sharing this in the first first like what some an area that you struggle um and but i do think i have some like incremental victory so i'll Come answer on. both um i think uh you know the last couple of years there's been a lot of conflict in our world about around many issues mm -hmm. any issues but it's possible that conflict yeah. there's some conflict um and you know specifically race stuff um, has been very like sensitive for me um, and then I say even in our church like not our church here but just kind of at large I think there's a lot of conversations about um, women's roles in the church and that is also sensitive to me I'm a, I'm a woman in the church so anyways um, then there's just been in my job I uh, hear and see a lot of what people feel about a lot of things and um, I have my own feelings about things and I, I found myself in 2020, 2021 like really having a hard time with some of the, the conflicts that were mm -hmm. happening and I'm sure we all did um, wherever you land on anything mm -hmm. like it's just been hard and conflicts have just been open for everyone to mm -hmm. see and um, I think that I had a really hard time seeing like why would someone think differently than me you know like mm -hmm. I think I'm right about mm -hmm. you know this situation like and I just can't imagine why this many people think mm -hmm. differently you know and that is true whatever side you're on um yeah. and I anyways and I think that yeah that was just been really hard at many levels and in applying to many different situations like it's hard for me to I think in general it's hard for me to be like why would someone think another way you know like I just generally think I'm my way is right and um, that has caused me a lot of stress and hardship in my marriage and in just being a human being um, because it's hard to live with that tension like mm -hmm. so many people think differently than me and we're supposed to coexist and be in the same church and in the same planet and um, <laughs> anyway so my word of this year was um, curious I wanted to be try having more curiosity about why do people think differently than me and I think I'm like you know I've made about this much progress but it I can tell that I've made some progress and um, I I feel like I have yeah forever to go but even like I've read some books that have helped me see like oh this is like helped me to have a little bit more of like a distance of like this is how people could get to this place of mm -hmm. thinking this, you know, and like, and I've had all of these things that have led to me viewing life this way, you know, and I just, I feel like a little bit more of mm -hmm. detachment that I think is healthy in order to mm -hmm. like not just be consumed with the tragedy of the world. Um, so yeah, just a little bit of detachment and, and curiosity. I think like that's kind of, detachment mm -hmm. is important for curiosity, like, and to try to understand other people. And um, anyways, I, I, I feel like mostly it's still number one, um, <laughs> but I do see a little bit of 
progress and mm -hmm. that's the direction I'm trying to go in. So we rejoice with you. It's hard. It's very hard and very easy to get more entrenched and as you probably know, like our technology and everything is kind of made to make us more entrenched mm -hmm. in our yeah. viewpoint. So it's very much an uphill battle. Yeah. And so I, I feel you, anyone who's like, let me try to understand people that are different. That is not something that the world is trying to do right now. Yeah. We're trying to close ranks and find the people who think more and more and more like me and get the niche smaller, 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 smaller. Yep. Yeah. So any progress in that direction, praise God. That's so anonymity of technology does. Yeah, there's like when you go to the Easter egg hunt, the mm -hmm. church by my house, mm -hmm. I would take a picture, but I'd probably drive off the road. <laughs> but it says, be curious, not judgmental. Yeah, when you I've seen that sign. Wow, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. There you go. I think one up on Monday, and like, I went, drove by and went like, hmm, that looks nice. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah, being curious, that's good. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I already shared my weakness, so I'm sharing victories. Um, I, I think one area I've, I feel like I've been growing being more like Christ is like his mercy and forgiveness. Um, I wouldn't say that I started from a super grudge holdy place. So it's not like this is a complete 180 transformation, but still like I, 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 I had um, had a really challenging relationship with my mom. She's great. She's probably the person I look up to the most and care most about her opinion and she's also one of the people that's hurt me the most mm -hmm. over the years which she knows we've had many conversations about um but they weren't really going anywhere for a long time and so it's one of those things where i justified at one point just like i'm i'm not talking to you anymore mm -hmm. like i'm like we're done like i'll text you on your birthday or whatever send a happy thanksgiving through my dad or whatever but i i don't know if i can trust that you're not gonna hurt me more mm -hmm. like if i open myself up to more than that um and i did that for like almost a year um and this is like me as a christian it's like you know not too long ago few some years ago um and the thing that, that helped me uh, you know was continuing in, in fellowship and continuing to you know come you know read the bible you know come to church praying things praying things like the lord's prayer and forgiveness and like what does that really mean forgiveness like can i say like yeah i forgave you but like you're dead to me like that is <laughs> like how does that work mm. um uh, and the the thing that um really broke through to me was jesus being on the cross and saying forgive them father for they don't know what they're doing mm -hmm. and me like it hitting me that like that he didn't get an apology mm. he, they didn't stop what they were doing there was no evidence that they were going to stop what they were doing. But his heart was, I don't want bad for you. I want good for you. Mm. I'm not only, it, it wasn't neutral. You know what I mean? Like, it, like I think sometimes mm. I, like it's very easy, especially like in a world that's respective, like forgiveness is neutral or mm. love is like, you're you, like, I don't hate my enemy. Mm. Mm -hmm. I just like, don't think about them or don't talk mm -hmm. to them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's not this, I, I don't want you to receive the penalty for your sin. I want good. And like what it means like for God to show mercy, he, that's like I want you to be in paradise with me. Just like he did with the thief. You know what I mean? But these guys, unlike him, where he's like, oh, I have faith in you. These people are like, you know, gambling away his clothes. Mm -hmm. And mocking him and all these things. And he's mm -hmm. like, and I'm like, I don't know. They seem like they know what they're doing to me. I don't know. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Depends on how, how deep of a knowledge we're talking about. But he, he gave them that, that, that compassion. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I was like, okay, I have to be able to get to a point of enough compassion to not make the way that I'm loving towards people be contingent on particular behaviors of them to me, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was really hard to get there, but I found a lot of freedom in that, mm -hmm. honestly. And it's helped me a lot in, a, in different situations where there are people, you know, yes, I love them, I give to them whatever, and they do something bonkers, they, you know, or like accuse me of something or whatever, whatever, you know, they they don't reciprocate, la da And I'm like, but I didn't do that. I did that for you, but not for you, you know? Mm. Like I didn't do that to try to manipulate you into behaving a certain way. Mm. Or to or like I'm doing this in hopes that you're gonna whatever. Mm. So when I did have the conversation with my mom, I was like, okay, I'm gonna tell her honestly how I feel. I'm gonna, you know, for for the sake of 
I know that this is what needs to be out on the table for us to reconcile. So that's my desire is I want us to be able to have a good relationship. She's going to have to come the other way for that relationship to happen. But even if she doesn't, I'm going to extend that branch. I'm going to keep the line of communication open. I'm going to be on the bridge instead of building a wall. And maybe she responds, maybe she doesn't. But releasing that control over that. And yeah, I've, I've, I've found that to be really freeing and I think it's one of those things where you know that that CLA helps encourage me to do some more you know like okay I can I can put myself out there some more I can love some more and so now this I think that it's helped me a lot to not take a lot of things personally or to not worry over much about like oh but if I help this person this way or give in this way or like oh this person hurt me this way and then I give them another opportunity what are they going to do to be like well maybe they do maybe they don't but at, at the end of the day, I'm, 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 I'm finding a lot of joy in the being able to say, you know, I was able to participate with Christ in that. Mm-hmm. I was able to, like, be a part of what Christ is doing. And, you know, but, like, it's so, it's so much lighter to believe in, like, mm-hmm. the possible redemption of people than it is to believe, like, okay, you're, like, you're, you're, there's no way, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's a really bleak way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Um, but to like, be like, yeah, you could. You could turn around, and yet, like, my love isn't dependent on what you do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that's... Patience, prayer, mm-hmm. and gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. This mm-hmm. is great. It's mm-hmm. uh, 8 o'clock. Um, thanks so much guys for, for coming, yeah. for sharing your lives, for sharing your hearts. Um, and um, yeah, we are, we are dismissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Let me not forget. Let me not forget. Mm-hmm.